and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I am your host, Terrain Myricks. I am joined by my co-host, Katrina Myricks. Katrina, how are you? Uh, I'm alright. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Why did you laugh at the intro? Your enunciation was weird. Was it? Hello! Hello and welcome <laughs> to... Uh... <laughs> um, we got a bunch of stuff to get to today, but first... Uh, let's talk about, um, let's talk about some stuff. Um, so, we tried to get, uh, My Chemical Romance tickets, and we couldn't get them. Um, What a nightmare. That's, like, I think the, I think that's today's top story, right? We tried to get MCR tickets. Wells Fargo Center, you suck. (laughs) Yeah, Wells Fargo Center, get your fucking website shit together. Um, don't say that we have to make an account before we purchase tickets and then not allow us to be able to make the account yep now we can't see mcr because you fucked up (laughs) unless we want to spend three hundred dollars which we don't (laughs) okay we don't (laughs) (sighs) ah stressful and disappointing that was awful another another thing the good place ended Mm -hmm. we watched the finale um, I think I, I want to say I cried six and a half minutes into the into the show and then didn't stop crying until it was all over. Yeah. <laughs> I started like two minutes in. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sure I was wrong about the time. Um, but... No, you, you, I started before you because I realized what was happening and then I immediately started crying. So. Yeah. Oh, dip. <laughs> that... that... That, that show broke me. That show was lovely, and it broke me. And everyone should watch that show. Mm-hmm. I think if, if Alcoholics could do one thing for the public, it should be to raise awareness to watch the show The Good Place and help get people registered to vote. By the way, go register to vote. It, like, do that. Um, and then finally, before we get to our actual news topics... Um, we didn't have an episode last week. Uh, we we were looking <laughs> we were looking to possibly do a larger scale episode last week with like a lot of our friends. We went to a we went to a fun party and we were gonna do um, an episode with all of our friends, um, but we couldn't um, for some reason. I can't remember what happened. Katrina, do you remember why we couldn't have the episode? <laughs> really? You're not talking? What happened? What was the what was I remember there was I don't remember if it was a pan or a bucket that was a problem. Uh what what do you, what happened? Could you walk us through it? Do I have to? You, you, no, you don't have to do anything. I'm not going to force you to do anything. You want me to walk us through it? Yeah. Okay. Um so my wonderful co-host um, was certain that we would do the podcast uh, later, um, <laughs> later in the day when we when we all got drunk with our friends. In fact, she at one point said to me when I was on, I, I want to say I don't remember what drink it was. I think it was like drink number four. We were like terrain, you gotta calm down. We're you know we're going like we're early, and I'm like I'm fine, <laughs> everything's good. Well. Our friends do this thing called the gin pan, right? Right. It's called gin pan. You pour, and now they used a pot, like 
literally a pot that you would use to make chili. Chili or yes, yes. <laughs> now I'm just hoping people are picturing um, Kevin's chili pot from the office. <laughs> just the biggest pot in the world. Um, and then what did they put in it? Because I didn't have any. Because I'm not a fucking monster like you all. Uh, what do I know besides gin? I know there yeah, was like gin. Half a handle of gin. Uh, some Sprite or Seven Up, I think. Yeah. Uh, lemon lime. And I wait, lemon I, lime like like lemons the, and lemons and limes. and limes. I think it was like half a lime, okay. half a lemon, uh, and then uh, I think a can of PBR. A can of PBR. That was the part that I was like, "You guys are fucking monsters." Yeah. Um. So, so Katrina. <laughs> I forgot how alcohol works. Right. She was just trying to hydrate herself. Is that right? You were just trying to hydrate. Yeah. And then it turns out. Drinking all of the, like a lot of that, um, you're not just hydrating yourself. You're also super drunk, and in fact, you're not hydrating yourself at all. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think I want to say at a party that started at like seven, at like eight thirty, you put yourself to bed. Yes, I did. Uh, you just <laughs> you just disappeared. You literally just disappeared from the downstairs. I have no recollection of that. <laughs> and someone was like, hey, where'd Katrina go? Like, she went upstairs. I'll check on her, but she she went upstairs. Um, and then, yeah, you were just straight up passed out in that room. Just out. Um, and then when I had to go in the room to, like, get stuff, mm-hmm. um, and you're just like, uh, <laughs> you're... <laughs> You like drunk talking to me was just hilarious. <laughs> it's not even it wasn't even drunk talking at that point. It was dead talking, mm-hmm. like death. <laughs> like completely dead, no longer living. Yeah. Yeah, your yeah, your your shit was not good that day. No. So needless to say, we couldn't do an episode that day and then we couldn't do an episode the next day cuz we had to drive home for two like two and a half hours and we both were like no like the drive home was terrible (laughs) it was one of the worst things i've ever done (laughs) yeah it was it was an awful experience all around yeah yeah a real real bad situation (laughs) (laughs) um but we're back and uh, hopefully there will be no gin pan related issues in the future. I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to have the gin pan again. I sure fucking hope not. I don't think it's ever happening again. Not, well, I mean, it, yeah, not for you. No. They'll do it again because they're right. straight monsters. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, but I, I was sad. We couldn't, you know, have, we couldn't have an episode with our favorite dildos, but you know. It's just the way it goes. Uh, but let's let's focus on today. Um, today we're going to talk about... We're going to get started with um, an impeachment update. Uh, we'll later talk about the DNC rules. And we're also going to talk about the Iowa caucuses. Um, how that's shaping out. But let's start with impeachment. Um, so John Bolton former national security advisor and guy who no one seems to tell that that mustache is ridiculous, uh, wrote a book 
about, uh, well, wrote a book um, regarding um, part of it, uh, regarding what's going on with impeachment, where um, the Democrats assert that Trump used his position of power to um, essentially extort the Ukrainian government into trying to uh, dig up dirt on the Bidens. Right. Um, and Trump keeps saying, I didn't do that. I didn't do it. Uh, every witness says, yeah, he fucking did. Lev Parnas has, um, you know, recordings of, like, you know, uh, Trump keeps saying, I don't know Lev Parnas, I don't know, I don't know Igor Fruman, who are these people, I've never met them, I don't know who they are. Um, and then a picture comes out with them hanging out, or um, a, video. a video or audio oh, tape yeah. of him talking directly to them about the things he says he has no involvement in. Um, so... John Bolton, uh, in the book, essentially says, yes, he did it. Um, which, you know, we'd love to get John Bolton to come in front of the Senate for the impeachment trial. Well, I think, I think it's not that he says, yes, he did it. He says he told him yep. he was withholding aid yeah. to dig up dirt on the Biden. Right, right, right. Right. Yes. That's, that's, that's what I mean by he did it. Right. Sorry, that's the it in this situation. Well, what we're specifically looking for is... Because they keep saying, oh, nobody with direct knowledge has testified. Right. So, the, there you the, the go. Repu- There's somebody who's... The Republicans <laughs> keep saying, the Republicans keep saying, um, no, they keep saying the Democrats didn't put up someone who has, like, direct knowledge who spoke directly to the president. Uh-huh. And the Republicans keep saying, they keep saying the same thing over and over again. It's just the same, it's the same stuff. Um, so, in an effort to get different witnesses and different evidence um there was a vote held um for other witnesses um failed 4951 um uh two republicans because in a trial when someone's innocent we don't want to hear any testimony no 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 no, no. we don't like witnesses (laughs) like they need to Keep their fucking mouth yeah. shut. Um, uh, two Republican senators, um, Mitt Romney of Utah and Susan Collins of Maine voted for witnesses. Um, all the other Republican senators voted against. Um, so the vote failed, uh, pretty much ensuring that, I mean, we all were pretty positive that there was going to be an acquittal. Yep. Um, but that just kind of speeds up the process. So mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell was able to corral those Republicans um, to, to you know, not do the right thing and not have people testify as to what happened. Um, I, what do you think about uh, the specific, like, for example, like Cory Gardner, um, re- vulnerable Republican in, in, in Colorado, uh, making this move. Knowing that he, he's just gonna take, like, what is it that they dangled in front of these people that made them? Well, there was certainly, I think, something dangled specifically for Lisa Murkowski, right? Yeah, what like, are you... she was the one who was gonna be the deciding between that fiftieth vote, you know? Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling the RNC or Mitch McConnell or somebody went to her with a very nice offer mm-hmm. to get her to not vote for the witnesses. I don't know what. I have no, I don't know how this game works, but I mean, and there were there were like threats that were <laughs> given um in the 
in the Republican caucus. They, uh, 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 source stated, in fact, and, uh, Adam Schiff said this, um, on the Senate floor, um, that there was a report stating that, um, if you vote against the president, we'll have your quote head on a pike, unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, these people are horrified at the president. They're horrified to the point where they fall in line with all of his, uh, un- horrified of the president. They're horrified of the, sorry, the president's base, yeah, question mark? Yeah. Yeah, like, like what the, the political ramifications of not going with the corruption that is clearly, clearly laid out yeah. in a case that is, like, open and fucking shut. Like, mm-hmm. it's a slam dunk case. You know what? He I... did it. Everyone keeps saying he did it. The people around him who like him were like, he did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What do you need? What else do you need? What do you need, Lamar Alexander from from fucking Tennessee, who says, uh, I know. I mean, he he shouldn't have done it. It wasn't good, but like, it's not. It's not impeachable. If getting a fucking foreign government to interfere in an election so that you win isn't impeachable, I don't know what the fuck is. Yeah. Sorry, you were going to say something before I started losing my mind. I don't... If the Senate is supposed to be the jurors... Yeah, yeah. They should not be the ones who make the rules for how the trial <laughs> Oh, do you, think that, do you think that it's weird that, a ju- that the jurors get to be like, yeah, we'll hear some witnesses? Yeah, I think that's weird. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... It, it's, a, it's impeachment is like a trial, but not like a trial. You know, it's not a... It's a, it's a trial, but... It's not in the same way that we understand a trial by, you know. Yeah, I just, like, they need to change the rules, I think. Yeah, but, well, <laughs> it's it's bananas. It's, it's bananas that, like, <laughs> it, it, it's a, and it, impeachment is a political process, right? Like, there are obvious politics involved in, in impeachment. But to get at the root of what's going on in the situation... There shouldn't be a debate or a um, vote on whether or not we can hear evidence, (laughs) right? Like, there shouldn't be a, like, (laughs) hey, we're not sure if we want to hear firsthand, firsthand testimony of what he did. We're not sure if that's going to be helpful for anybody. Also, no new evidence. No. Nothing that's new coming to light should be... We, we can't hear about that at the trial. No, we can't. I mean, Lev Parnas has let, uh, let out fucking recording after recording. Yep. Like, literally recording of, of when Donald Trump's like, I don't know what happened with the ambassador. He released a recording where the they talked about specifically get the ambassador. Get rid of her. Get her out. Do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, it's it's bananas how every single, uh, every time he's like, I didn't do it. There's You can't tie me to it. Yeah, we fucking can. It's just... It's disheartening because you're, like, looking at it in the sense of, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I just, I really, really hope, like, my best case scenario is that recent, in recent future, or or close future, (laughs) I don't know how to say that. (laughs) The not-so-distant future. In recent future. future. (laughs) You know, recently the future had. Go ahead, go ahead. Like, like. 10, 15 years from now, yeah, yeah. we're able to look back at this and 
all all agree agreed concrete history that this was a fucking joke right, right? like that the this was corruption at its core like this and, and is just an example of the political system yep. failing the republican party uh hopefully selling out the nation literally the republican party sold out their country yep. and i mean i hope this is a turning point for the republican party too in a How? I don't They're know. getting away with it. Well, honestly, if he wins, it won't be. Right. But maybe if he loses, it could. I don't know. I think maybe that's... Maybe these people yeah. will face some repercussions, but they won't. It's Because the voters only care about what their current situation is and the economy, even though they don't fucking understand what it is. <laughs> you know? Ooh, yikes. You're taking a real Ooh, anti-voter stance, Things are huh? good for me, so I'm gonna keep going with what's happening. I mean, I don't but, care about any of the other stuff. But in the... And, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here, even though I don't want to. <laughs> but in a, in a situation where, like... You're living in your your existence is the most important thing to you, right? You're the existence of yourself and your family. If you see that things are going well for you, is that not an argument of like, well, let's keep the way th- things the way they are because it's going well for me. If you are a selfish, selfish piece person. of shit, thank you. That was the answer. <laughs> that was the answer. And I mean, people are. Hey, so. again, you're going real you know, anti-voter. Like, I, I think things are pretty good for us i think things are going pretty well for you and i in our like personal family yeah, life I think you know personally like, uh, our economy's pretty good right now i but... think but i think to be fair i think personally when it comes to like our checking account like that kind of thing like yeah our, our 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 you know personal finances I don't think a, a specific president either way is going to exactly. really fuck with us. It doesn't. Right? But people think that, like, oh, my paycheck looks good. I'm going to vote for the president who's in office right now. Or, oh, my paycheck doesn't look good. I'm voting for the other guy this time. Oh, wow. Like, people make decisions like that, and it's stupid. Oh, wow. Okay. Hang on. Let's just carve out a carve out two minutes Tell the American voter why they're, why they're stupid. I just did. Okay. <laughs> no, no more time necessary. Okay. I, I, I think that, look, I just, my, my issue with the president is that he's a racist <laughs> and that he's a sexist and that he's super fucking corrupt to the point where he is trying to, you know, was literally trying to enlist another uh, another country to dig up dirt on who he saw as his main rival in order for him to have a better shot at winning an election. And the Republican Party sees that as nothing. Yep. The Republican Party looks at it and goes, well, you know. Yeah, we all don't have souls either, guy. Cool. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> like, there, there is no... There is no um, reasonable wing of the Republican Party. Nope. Like, none. There, there, There isn't one that exists. Um, he will still give the State of the Union. He will give that State of the Union while on trial. They are not going to acquit him beforehand. Um, do you see any changes in um, voting for, for the acquittal I, on either side? Do you see any Republicans voting to... Um, remove the president? Nope. Do you see any Democrats voting to um, acquit the president? Possibly. 
Who do you see specifically? Call them out by name. Uh, we'll shame them. <laughs> I mean, West Virginia. Joe Manchin! Yeah. Joe Manchin. And there's a couple others that... Can't remember right now? I don't know at all, but <laughs> might do it just because... They're scared, but what? It I mean, Doug matter. Jones is facing, uh, yeah. he's going to be facing Jeff Sessions probably um, in a yeah. Senate election. That's going to be very tough for him. And yeah. taking that vote is going to be really tough. I, I, I just, I think that <laughs> we did, we did the impeachment shit because it's the right thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was the right thing to do. So do the right thing. Yeah. He did it. There's no question about whether or not he did it. He did do it. The question is, how do you want to be remembered in history? And sure, if you live in a red state, you might not get to keep your job because of saying he did it. But he did it. Mm -hmm. And it's time to fucking do the right... It's time for this country to do the right thing. It shouldn't be a fu- it should like this vote should be easy. It should be 100 of them going, "Yeah, he fucking did it. His ass needs to go." You still get a Republican president out of it, you fuckers. You still get one. <laughs> but he did it. And there's no question about whether or not he did it. But it sucks that you're going to see like, you know, <laughs> Joe Manchin thinking about whether or not he needs to like he can acquit. Or um, maybe Kirsten Cinema from Arizona thinking about if she can acquit. Mm-hmm. Or Doug Jones from Alabama thinking about if he can acquit. Like, I mean, I don't it, think Cinema has any reason. She just got elected, so. Yeah, but voters have memories. I don't know. I'm just hoping that we deal with him in 2016 and... 2016? 2020. Sorry, I'm, I have 2016 on the mind because... I feel like we're just going to relive that again. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, what can you do? Um, But he will be giving the State of the Union, uh, and he won't have been acquitted before then, which is going to be something. I mean, he's going to be the, what, second president to give the State of the Union while... (laughs) Well, uh, either while being impeached or after being impeached. Um, I don't know about... I don't know that information. Bill Clinton did. I just don't know if he was acquitted before uh, the State of the Union, but mm. um, he's uh, Donald Trump's probably going to take a different tack than Bill Clinton did. Bill Clinton was, you know, like, sorry, my bad, guys, oopsie daisy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, definitely, that's what Trump's going to do. Donald for Trump's sure, going to go. Sure. Donald Trump's going to go. I didn't do anything wrong, but if I did, I'd do it again. Go fuck, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Um, let's move on to the other side of the aisle. The Democrats um, are looking to change the uh, the rules for getting into debates. Um, and not, sorry, not looking to change the rules. They have changed the rules um, in order to get into debates. They uh, removed the donor threshold. Um, so you don't have to have any sort of amount of um, individual donors anymore. Um, you just have to hit the polling thresholds that they, that they, uh, have. So, and I'm quoting from a Vox article, um, uh, Friday it was announced candidates will no longer need to meet any donor requirements. Instead, to qualify for February 19th's debate in Las Vegas, Nevada, candidates must either hit 
10% in four qualifying national polls, 12% in two Nevada or South Carolina polls taken by a qualifying pollster, or earn at least one delegate in either Iowa or New Hampshire. Um, now, I remember when Cory Booker was in the race and he was saying, hey, let's change those rules, let's change those debate rules so we can get more people on the debate stage, a more diverse group on the debate stage. Uh-huh. Um, and the DNC said, hey, Corey, go fuck yourself, stop fucking talking to me. Um, but they seem to be doing it now, and it feels like, according to fucking everybody, that they're doing it in order to get Mike Bloomberg on the stage. Uh, Andrew Yang said the DNC is changing its debate criteria to ignore grassroots donations seems tailor-made to get Mike Bloomberg on the debate stage in February. Um, Elizabeth Warren saying the DNC didn't change the rules to ensure good, diverse candidates will, uh, could remain on the debate stage. They shouldn't change the rules to let a billionaire on. Um, Tulsi Gabbard even had something to say, but I can't find it. Um, <laughs> something along the lines of the uh, Mike Bloomberg bought the DNC hashtag stand with Tulsi. Um, wh- you loved Corey. Mm-hmm. How pissed are you about this? I think there were flaws in the debate selection from the start. Um, I think meeting any of those polling requirements that you named should qualify somebody for a debate. Um, And I think with that donation, like... Like, let's talk about those first two debates. Some of those people we had on the stage never should have been there. Name names. <laughs> let's hear it. Who shouldn't be up? Who shouldn't have been up there? I know you've said them like a billion times already before. Name some fucking names. Marianne. Whoa! She, look. Reg- she Gravel. Mike, he was not no, he was on never the debate stage. Bring up Mike Gravel. Uh, He's just comfortably hanging out in his home while high schoolers are running his campaign. (laughs) He didn't show up to a debate stage. Meanwhile, Marianne, she I don't know if she ever qualified. She just levitated into the debates. (laughs) Yeah, it's just I I don't if somebody's polling at ten or twelve percent in these polls or gets a delegate, they should be on the debate stage. So you but, I, but I, what about I think the fact that they definitely did this to fucking aid Mike Bloomberg? I don't understand why they would, though. You know, like because he has a fuckload of money. He's his ad buys are bananas, and the DNC looks at that and says, "If we could possibly have this kind of aid for us in the general election, that'd be great." Right, but they the uh, let's be the DNC wants Biden. The DNC, I, I, I would, I would venture that the DNC, so, oh, hang on, I would venture that the DNC is still scared by Biden yeah. because Biden seems to continuously, when having to speak to voters, he will yell at them. He will literally tell them to vote for another person. He doesn't, he, he's not behaving. He literally doesn't behave like he's a front right. runner. He behaves like a grumpy old man. Yeah. I, I just think. Sorry. <laughs> it's I just, just think true, there, Joe. Um, there have been flaws the whole way through. Um, 
but I, I just can't argue against somebody polling at those numbers or winning a delegate. I'm genuinely not being shocked. On the debate stage. I'm genuinely shocked that you are not like super upset. That why didn't they change the rules before? Why didn't they eliminate the the donor threshold before? The donor threshold was never the problem. I. It was the polling threshold that kept Corey out. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying everybody. anybody would have. So that's that's why it's like, I think I'm kind of. I kind of think they never should have had the donor threshold, honestly, because. Right, but that opens it up for it guys been like Steyer, guys been like polling numbers. But but see, here's my here's my problem, and I and I completely understand that. Or, yes, or but, honestly, should it have been? I, how did they pick debates before? I feel like anybody who was a serious candidate was just up there. It's just we never had this many candidates before. I, you know, I think there there still was. I think there still were thresholds of like polling specifically on on, on if you made the debate stage. Right. I, I just, don't think it was everybody. I don't think everybody got to go. I don't, but, I don't but, know. But I just like... Truly, I mean, but look at the timing. Mike yeah. Bloomberg says, I'm not going to take donations. Mike well, Bloomberg he said says, that months ago. Yeah, Mike Bloomberg says, I'm going to they fund my own campaign. Right they didn't change it right away, but they changed it now. Yeah. Uh, uh, the only person, the only person that benefits is Mike Bloomberg. Trust me, I don't want to see Mike Bloomberg up there. I don't care about anything he says, and I don't want to listen to him. But <laughs> I, I just... Like somebody who is doing that well should be on the debate stage. I can understand it, that. Is point. my you know I can like take that like point. there's no. I don't think there's any justification for keeping a candidate who gets a delegate in the caucus or is poll like how how do you justify not having them on the debate stage with the rest of our candidates? It just yeah, I just I don't know. I understand that. I definitely take that point. That makes sense. I, I the. The criteria via polling or getting a delegate makes sense to me. My my issue is this seemingly only this is this seemingly only helps one person. Right. This is this is a move done that like specifically aids one candidate. Mm-hmm. And it's the candidate that has a billion dollars and is not shy about spending his billion dollars. We live in PA. I can't tell you a day that has gone by that I haven't seen a fucking Mike Bloomberg ad. When I watch TV, when I watch, yeah, I literally when I watch television, there are days that like I'm, you know, I only like look at my like computer or whatever. But like every single time I have had a television on, um, the wall at, some, at Planet Fitness, you see Bloomberg commercials. Yeah, on, like every single Bloomberg season. has commercials. He's he's blitzing PA with yep. commercials. Yeah, for sure. And he's doing that because he can afford to do that. Yeah. Corey I, I, can't. Julian yeah. couldn't. No. Like the like people who it's it's a flaw move... in our entire political system for yeah. sure. And I think I think that our debate uh, qualifications were flawed from the start. And part of the problem is that we decided we needed twelve debates. <laughs> if we would have had a normal fucking number of primary debates, everybody what would have been you, out What there. would you say a normal number is? Because like four or five? The primary season goes on four months. Yeah, it doesn't need to start in June. <laughs> oh my god. I just never... I Obviously, I'm paying... I paid attention last time. Well, I think there were like three or four, weren't there? Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> I really don't. And I, I, I don't want to... It wasn't 12. I can guarantee you it wasn't <laughs> goddamn 12. 
Yeah, I don't want to wager a guess about... I wish I had more information. I've never even questioned before what were the... Qual- like, I never heard anybody talk about qualifications to make the debate stage or any of that. So, like, I don't well, know Well, that's because last was. time we had, like, five people running. Yeah, but like, was Jim was Webb last? polling at any number? <laughs> Lincoln fucking Chafee? Was Whoa. he getting more than 1%? Katrina, like, stop it. Just stop talking about Lincoln Chafee like that. His dad just died. He just got to the Senate. Don't do that. Yeah. Okay? Like, his dad just died. He just so, got to the Senate. He just voted. He made that vote. He didn't know what he was doing. His dad just died. He just got to the Senate. I'm pretty sure. And Jim Webb literally killed the guy. I'm pretty sure Cory Booker and Julian would have made it to every debate stage under whatever rules were allowing Jim Webb and Lincoln Chafee on the debate stage. So they should have just kept whatever those rules were instead of trying to make this complicated-ass system of progressive increments that they weren't going to tell anybody about until a month before the debate. That's my thought. Yeah. I think the whole thing was a mess. I And again, I, I can 100% agree. I just, when you look at it, Clearly, they made these rules for Mike Bloomberg, and to me, that's an issue. Mm-hmm. That that's a that's a big, big red flag. I um, just think against, I against the progressive candidates in the race. I this was a move. This was an anti-Bernie move. This was an anti-Elizabeth move. Literally, they are trying to make more space. They didn't want to make more space for diverse candidates. They didn't want to do that. They never wanted to do that, but they will make more space for a billionaire. I think that's the big takeaway, and that's a huge issue. I just think I would have been absolutely on the side of how are we not having someone up on that debate stage who is polling or getting delegates. Like, that's that to me would have been a problem as well. Agreed. He's, like, again, under any other... Any other year, he would have been up on that debate stage, but because of the qualifications they did, he he wasn't. Like I just... okay, so you're like super pro Bloomberg, and you're like <laughs> you're gonna if you were in Iowa, you'd be caucusing for for Bloomberg. Is that what you're saying? Not in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. Uh, I know, I know, I I get because because I get that argument because that, that's a very practical argument. You can't really. It's hard to argue with like, well, if they get ten percent nationally. They should be on a debate stage. Yeah. Or if they get 12% in the two upcoming uh, upcoming primaries, uh, or I think Nevada does a caucus, rather, but if they get, you know, th- that should that should work. Or if they get a delegate, of course they should be on the stage. I get that. Yeah. It's just the last minute change to benefit the billionaire in the, like, that's bananas to me. That's bananas, especially for a Democratic Party that, should be, you know, highlighting like <laughs> the wealth. That, like his his claim to fame is like stop and frisk and complaining about Elizabeth Warren's wealth tax idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the isn't is no, I don't pay much attention <coughs> to polls. Excuse me. He's top five right now, isn't he, Bloomberg? Uh, I mean, no. Pol- he's he's is he not polling better than Klobuchar? I think it, in and some polls he polls better than Klobuchar. Possibly Buttigieg. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm pulling up polls now to kind of try to kind of try to check that. Yeah. We, and we're talking about like, are we talking about national? I don't know. Whatever matters. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I, I'm just going with like you. We're talking about national. It does actually look like nationally he gets 
Um, in, at least in the most, like, in the two most recently released polls, one from NBC News, Wall Street Journal, um, has uh, Sanders at 27, Biden at 26, Warren at 15, and then Bloomberg next at 9. Yeah. Um, there's also one IB, uh, IBD and uh, TIPP. Um, Biden at 26, Sanders at 19, Warren at 13, Buttigieg, uh, sorry, <laughs> Bloomberg at 8, Buttigieg at 7. Okay, so here's my, I, I've already made those points, but here's a really non-cynical point. Maybe the DNC went, we, this guy is one of our top five candidates. He should be on this stage. Our rules are not allowing this, and they should be, because he is a top five candidate at this point. You know, like... I think, see, I and I, I think that's a very, very non-cynical right. way to look at it. That's and an incredibly I, I, way to look. I am not that naive, but yeah. to me, if you're polling top, you should you should be on the debate stage. You know, like what would it take this guy getting the front runner status before people would be okay with him getting on the debate stage? I mean, I don't know. It's just okay. I get it. You really want Bloomberg <laughs> on the debate stage? All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay, no, it's fine. I hear it. I hear how badly you want Bloomberg, and that's fine. Just like okay, just so we so we all know. Um, all, all the, I'm trying to think of like names for people who listen to this podcast, but it, I can only think of alcoholics. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. All the alcos out there. Um, Katrina is like 1 billion percent behind Bloomberg. She ditched Cory Booker and she's back in Bloomberg. Uh, she likes mayors. What can I say? She's a fan of mayors. Um, finally. We will talk about the upcoming Iowa caucuses that will be held on Tuesday, February 4th. Um, let's, do you want, do you want me to just start my thing and then we'll, then we'll just, then we'll talk about it for sure? Yeah, that sounds fine. So okay. let me know when to get, like. Stop zoning out. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And I, I, I know I've said this a bunch before, but I'm going to say it again because it's important for us all to know. Um, one, caucuses are bullshit. They're incredibly undemocratic ways to pick a nominee. Um, it's fucking stupid and it really, really disenfranchises people because weirdly enough, um, a mother of four or, uh, you know, a, a father of four, uh, they don't really have the time to go hang out in a fucking gi a gym in Des Moines, um, for hours on end to, f no, it's stupid. It's fucking dumb and it's not necessary. We have these things called primaries where people go, they vote, and then they get to go home. They don't have to stay and argue with weird dildos about whether or not their candidate should be the... They don't have to do that. And it's dumb and it's stupid. And let's also point out that Iowa is incredibly white. Unbelievably white. Like, uber white. <laughs> like... There's no reason that Iowa goes first. It doesn't represent the nation. It surely as fuck doesn't represent the Democratic Party. And let's remember, we don't even get their goddamn votes. <laughs> like, they did, like, there's, 
there's no reason that Iowa goes first every time. There's no reason that Iowa gets to be the tastemakers. Um, let's pick states that, you know, have other people. Maybe people that represent the Democratic Party. Um, in my group chat, we had a fun discussion on who should go. Like, if, if Iowa doesn't get to go first, who? I heard some great ideas in there. Illinois would be a great state. Virginia would be a great state. I think Texas would be a great state. Florida would, Florida would be a great state. There's no fucking reason that Iowa goes first every time. There's no reason that we give them that sort of power over the nominating process. It's bullshit. And caucuses, like I said, super undemocratic. There's no reason we have caucuses. It is unbelievable how many people it can leave out because of the circumstances uh, not everyone has the ability and time to go and fucking caucus for a candidate and i get that like when you're talking caucus it shows the ability to excite people and get them out to you know really like it shows who will who will go and, and do work for your for your campaign but it also leaves out a large swath of the electorate who just financially don't have the ability to do this kind of nonsense. It's stupid. It needs to stop. We need to end it. Uh, caucuses shouldn't happen. Primaries should be how they pick the fucking nominee. I'm good now. Yeah. I'm good now. And for those reasons you just mentioned... Bernie Sanders is going to be the guy who wins the <laughs> Iowa caucus. Because uh, it's white well, and... Oh, wow. Okay. And All his right. supporters will bully their way to victory. Now, now hang on. <laughs> now, let's... Okay. I'm not going to let you just... I'm not going to let you talk like that about, about the senator. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay. I, I do think that um, the polls, polls are tight. Um, but there have been a bunch of polls showing that he is like he has a he has a lead. He's walking in there with a front runner like status for Iowa. I think the caucuses are tailor made for someone like him. Yeah. Because he has fervent supporters who will make sure that he is viable in every precinct, make sure that he leaves with delegates, um, and they don't plan on moving. So, he's not going to have a situation where, like, you know, you caucus for maybe, like, um, you know, a lower tier candidate and then have to change and go to another area because your candidate doesn't ha doesn't reach that, like, 15% threshold for viability. Um, I don't think Sanders has to worry about that. Right. So, I think he, he is looking at potentially walking out with a win in Iowa, and I think I mean, New Hampshire comes uh, comes after that. I think you're looking at a pretty decent chance for a win in, in mm -hmm. New Hampshire. Like, no question. It's real close to Vermont. Yeah, they know him. <laughs> he's, his, he's their neighbor. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, you... Demographically, the people who have the ability to caucus, that plays in Bernie's favor, too. Um, like, you mentioned, you, mean? you mentioned, like... Oh, <laughs> Oopsies, good. You mentioned, like, oh, p parents will have difficulty coming out and caucusing. Elderly people have difficulty coming out and caucusing. Yeah. Uh, disabled, like, if elderly people, especially those with disabilities, it's a real struggle yeah. to devote that time and get yes. there and everything else. Yes. Uh, you know, people uh, in poverty, people 
uh, low-income people of color. Um, but there working, are only, like, six of them, so it's fine. You know, people working multiple jobs. Like, these, yeah. those are the types of people that aren't going to be able to come. Yeah. Uh, and spend this time. Well, I mean, I mean that that's that's assuming that Bernie doesn't have supporters in those. No, in those I'm just saying like uh, Biden has a lot of support among older, older people. people, right? That's true. Who are less likely to come out and caucus, right? So though, like polls show Biden and Bernie close in Iowa, uh, Bernie's supporters are the ones that are actually more likely to be able to come out and caucus than Biden's supporters. Right, right, so right. that plays into it, the demographics of who's going to be able to come out. And I think the passion, obviously, Bernie supporters Enthusiasm are gap very, is big. very yes. passionate, whereas a lot of Biden supporters are, well, we think you can do it. We gotta get, we, so, he's gonna do it, we gotta do it. Yeah, like that's it. It's not like... Biden, you're going to change everything. We got hope of change. Yeah, Biden. No, it's not that. Biden's like, I guess. <laughs> Biden, I guess he'll do? Yeah, so. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I, I just, I, I look at it in, in like, I, I hate, I hate this. I hate the Iowa caucuses. Mm. They're such a giant crock of shit. And it literally puts so much stake in the the mind like like in <laughs> um just an area that like doesn't really go democratic <laughs> like i mean i don't know i will get it like it's it's nonsense it is yeah they're i mean their governor their set and their two senators um all republicans so they won in statewide elections they also have Steve King. Yep. <laughs> um, that's a huge issue to me. So, I don't know. I, I just, I think that there are more diverse states that deserve the honor. Definitely. I think I think of, you listed some really, really good states. Yeah. Who, you know, I think Tex- Texas was one of them that came to my mind, too. Yeah. Even though it's not a Democratic state. It's at least no, a but, but demographically, state. Yeah. it actually reflects what America looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Iowa doesn't. Mm-hmm. Iowa does not demographically reflect America in one, uh, like not one bit. Mm-hmm. Besides, like, like no, just it doesn't. And like, it's just it makes no sense as to why we keep the why are they why are they the ones who we trust to be the tastemakers? Tradition. I don't give a fuck about tradition. No. I just don't care about it, um, but yeah, I, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be uh, an interesting. I mean, fuck. I say all this. I'm gonna watch all the coverage. <laughs> I'm gonna watch all the coverage. I'm gonna be super, super stoked to see what happens. I do think Bernie Sanders walks away with um with win uh, yeah. number one in Iowa. Um, I think that's gonna be something for him. It's just because of Super Tuesday having like other states. I think that uh, Iowa potentially, though I, I say potentially because it's still it can it, you can walk away with a big mo um, if you if you win Iowa. I think it potentially makes Iowa less important because of the states that come next. When is Super Tuesday? Um, late February, I believe. Really? I believe it is late February. 
uh, late February. Um, Super Tuesday is early March. My apologies. Okay. March 3rd. March 3rd. Okay. When so, do we vote? When do we vote? PA? PA votes in... I'm pulling that up as a well. I, I, I wanted to say May, but that can't be right. That's what I was thinking. Um, PA votes... I'm I'm gonna keep pulling it up. Um, April we have the April twenty eighth. Wow, that is our primary. So when are the votes done? <laughs> what, what, when are the votes done, man? When does it stop? What are you talking about? When does it hey, stop? when do we get to end this? When's the primary over? The Virgin Islands uh, vote on June sixth. They're the last. Right, it goes all the way to June. Yep. Oh my God. Wow. Well, we. I know you think it's a gonna be a brokered convention. That right? Is that still your prediction? I don't think anyone walks into the convention with enough delegates to win the nomination. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> what do you see any scenario where we don't do that? Like any realistic scenario? Where we don't do what? <laughs> like we have a nominee in like two months. Oh, wow. You really just don't want this to continue. I'm so sick of it. It's so long. It's been since June. Oh, man. Do you need a break, man? Are you okay? Can we just skip ahead? I feel like you need to, like, just take a chill pill. Like, you need a break. Like, you need to, like, I need to lie down. (laughs) There are still... Okay, let me count this out. Yeah, yeah. February, March, April, May... There's still like four or five debates, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's a debate every month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is that... It's too many fucking debates. Man. Yeah, okay. I'm so tired of listening to these people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe during the, during the nominating process, we'll get one of the big names to leave and throw their support behind someone yeah. else who, who do you see do you like do you just see it being a numbers game like klobuchar Buttigieg, the those two are obviously they they're the obvious ones right i mean i think if they Maybe drop Steyer. out they i think if they drop out they support biden because yeah. they're the that's the moderate wing yeah i think if warren drops out she supports sanders and vice versa um I think of Sanders Biden. is never dropping out. Yeah. yeah, I know. But to be fair, he shouldn't. He's he's yeah. he's going to be one of the top two candidates. It's yeah. it's going to it's it's likely going to boil down to Biden versus Sanders. Yeah. Which I mean, I, again, I I want Warren, but I'm I don't I I the way I look at it, I think you're looking at um one of those two being uh I e Biden or Sanders being the top two vote getters. Right. Um. So it's going to be a question of, you know, like when people start to, when people start to leave the race and if their, uh, if their supporters can actually coalesce around a specific person, Mm -hmm. because with this amount of people, you're going to have a brokered convention, especially with this amount of people getting the amount of like, you know, getting that amount of support that they're getting. Yeah. Um, so it's going to depend on when people start dropping out. When people start going, okay, this candidate's not actually a viable candidate. I got to move on to my second choice. Like, it's gonna be kind of, it's gonna be that. That's gonna be the situation. Um, 
But I don't know when that's actually going to occur. Maybe they need some, you know, some nominating contests to be like, oh shit, I don't have any, (laughs) nobody's coming for me. (laughs) Um, I have no path to the nomination. Right. Because a lot of the people are there because they do think that they have a path to the nomination. Or, or they think that, you know, they can get hot at the right time and win it. I'm, I'm, I support Warren, but I don't see it happening at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely not optimistic about that. So, a uh, part of me really wants to get to whichever old white guy we're going to pick. <laughs> and then find out who their VP is, because maybe then I'll get excited about that. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Because I, I, I'm just not looking, like, I'm not excited. I, I'm obviously going to go and vote in the general election for yeah. whoever our candidate is, but I am so not excited at this point, and I want to be, you know? Yeah. I want to feel excited, hopeful, passionate. You know, I want to feel that way, but I just... Don't. Really don't at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I'm... I'm, I, you I, enjoy the process a lot more. I like the process a bunch. Um, so. I shouldn't because it's like garbage. Yeah. But I very much enjoy the For process. Sure, garbage. It's like straight up total trash. trash. Um, but I love like I love the I love the process and I love like seeing it. Um, it's because I'm a nerd. Yeah. I'm like ooh, this is cool. Another debate. Yeah, I get to hear these dummies talk about their ideas again. Like, I love that. I love that nonsense. I really do. Um, but I get why others are like, no, <laughs> I'm done with this. Make this stop now. I get it. Um, but we'll see. So our next podcast will be after Iowa. So we'll we'll get to talk about the... Um, what is New Hampshire? New Hampshire. You're going to make me scroll all the way up. I know. I'm sorry. I mean, you got the data. You got the data. This is fucking ridiculous. You could just be command effing or whatever. Uh, I could. Um, the uh, New Hampshire is February eleventh. Okay, so it'll be after Iowa, but before New Hampshire. Our next podcast, right? Yep, it'll be a week. Okay. Um, and then February twenty second is Nevada. February 29th is South Carolina, and then March third is Super Tuesday. So most weeks we'll have an update for you yep. with a new uh, delegate count. Yeah, we'll we'll do a delegate count, um, and we'll be able to talk about the you know the the, the contest and mm-hmm. how it's shaping up. And now I saw I'm I'm wondering because I saw something that said Yang qualified for the February debate. But I think this was before these new rules. Does he actually qualify? Like, is he going to be in the that, next one? I thought that Yang qualified. I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the debate. I didn't think if he had those polling numbers. If he's not, I will be fucking furious. Yeah, I didn't think he. I didn't think he was at ten or twelve percent in polls. You know, and obviously we don't know. Maybe I. I think it's certainly possible he'll get a delegate, but mate, I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean February seventh, that debate. Uh, he does qualify. Okay. So we're good. Cool. So we got Yang, baby. February 19th, which, wait, what? There's a, there are two debates in February? What? Wait. <laughs> what? Wait. I got some bad news for you. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, are you serious? I got some bad news are for you. Are there really? There's a February 7th. No. Now, hang on. I'm trying to see if this is a, yeah. There's a February 7th debate. 
And then there's a February 19th no. today. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay, so the February 7th one Yang qualifies for. Yes, he does February not yet. 19th. Only oh. three people have qualified for the February 9th, 9th sorry, 19th debate. Um, but there have been seven people qualified for February 7th. Holy shit. <laughs> 12 days apart? I, oh my god. Well, you know how things change oh in 12 days. Oh my god. You know how your positions oh change in god. 12 days. So we're going to have a debate with Biden, Bernie, Warren, and Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Because I'm oh, guessing man. Biden and Bernie and Bloomberg are the qualifiers for February 19th. Um, the qualifiers for the 19th are Biden, Sanders, and Warren at oh, okay. this point. I thought Bloomberg hit those numbers. I don't, not. I think that they set it up so that he can hit the numbers. Okay. But yeah. So that's what we got looking. <laughs> we got, we, we pretty much have our, our timeline going forward, Alcos. So <laughs> enjoy, enjoy. I hope you enjoyed my breakdown. This oh episode. man. She just had a fucking emotional breakdown. She has no idea. She, she has no idea shit's gonna get bad for her. We might need to, like, swap out hosts for <laughs> God, please. We might need to. Just because you're having, like, a straight-up emotional break. Yeah, yeah. But we'll talk about that another time. Uh, for now, we are gonna sign off. Thank you all for listening. Please like the uh, like the, the Facebook page for Alcoholics and... And, you know, say nice things. Leave reviews on the, on the Facebook page and on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you get your podcasts. And just say, you know, we really enjoy this podcast. Uh, we should, they should keep making them. Um, I love how the one seems to love Mike Bloomberg, but also hate this entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>